When's the last time you had sex with this guy? Well, you know, it's a tricky question. Because you said the last time you spent time with him was four months ago, Vanessa. You said the last time okay. you spent time, so was it four months ago? Well, we had a slip up like a week and a half ago, but before that it was four months. A slip up? This is, the, this is not you skating on ice. This is not you forgot to fill your gas tank. This, all right, so, so we, need to be, we need to be forthcoming. All right, let's, let's talk about a couple of things. Next steps. Next steps, number one. If you know you cannot work it out with this guy, you have to be 100% done with him. Of course you're gonna constantly compare anyone new to this guy because he is active in your mind and in your heart. How could you be in a position to move on 100% if you're still allowing him to get access to the pooms? This does not make any sense, Vanessa. Hello, beautiful people. I hope all is well. I hope all is well. Welcome to the Single Sessions Podcast with me, Allison Wellington, also known as Align with Allison. On this show, you are a part of the audience who's listening in to some of the live coaching sessions that I offer to people who are looking for some guidance, for some support in regards to their dating and their relationship life. We have created a space that's different from the hot takes that you might find on Instagram or on TikTok. There's some real depth. There's some back and forth. There's some engagement so that people are sharing whatever they're going through and they are able to find a resolution and move forward. So how does it all work? Well, we call in our clients. They call in and they are able to get some next steps as to how they can resolve their situation at hand. I want you to kind of think of like the advice hour that you might hear back in the days on the radio, Quiet Storm or Frasier. That's the kind of vibe that we are going with. We have Tooks Productions at the helm, and we cannot forget the episode sponsor, Knox Brand Media, who is the go-to brand coach for six and seven-figure millennial entrepreneurs. Be sure to listen all the way through to the end of the episode because we have a special free gift just for you. Now let's get into the session. like this i'll be back in vanessa is that you yes hello hi vanessa can you hear us i can hear you can you hear me yes we can i i hear you sneaking off from work we appreciate the fact that you found some time (laughs) so we can get to a resolution at hand how are you i'm good how are you good good so I know you're having some difficulty getting back into the dating scene. What is the problem that you're facing? So, okay. So just want to give a little bit of background about where I'm at in the dating game. So I was in a serious relationship for a while, um, a couple years back. And when I got out of that, I thought I was never going to meet somebody. And to my surprise, I met somebody pretty fast a couple months later. And it was like a whole new world for me. Like, I felt like I was learning so much from him and he was learning from me. So I felt like it was like a mutual thing where I was like, wow, this is what a relationship is kind of supposed to be like. Um, And then we entered this phase where I kind of wanted to be committed and he kind of didn't want to, I don't know. It was weird. I mean, like when I try to tell people it, it sounds weird coming out of my mouth, but of course when you're in it, you're like, wow, this it's okay. It's, you know, he's doing everything for me, but he just doesn't want to commit. So, you know, we ran around that circle for a while and it ended up ending not badly, but just more so with me feeling like I gave too much in the relationship and him feeling like I didn't appreciate the things that he was doing for me. So, 
now I'm a lot more like weary eyed with going back into the dating game. So I feel like at this point, I'm kind of like, I'm not giving my all into anybody, which I know is like a good thing in the beginning. But I feel like I find myself like going into the same cycle where I'll talk to a guy for a couple of days and then I'm just like, yeah, this isn't it. And I end up like comparing every guy to this guy. Mm. Got it. So what caused the two of you to not be able to come to a, a midpoint? Like you said that there was a point where he was chasing commitment and you weren't, you were, he was. What is the root of the problem at hand? I mean, I don't know. Like for, for me, I was, I was ready to commit after, you know, a year, a year and a half in. And for him, he kind of just kept saying, oh, like you just need, you need the label. It doesn't always have to be about the label. I treat you like a girlfriend. You're at my house every night. Um, you know, like we're doing things together. You know, he met my family, stuff like that. Um, so I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there was like a point where, where I, I, I guess I felt like I was asking for the title and he was kind of making me feel like, why, why do you need a title? You don't need a title. I'm doing all of this for you anyway. And, you know, it worked for a, for a little bit. I was like, okay, fine. But then once it really circled back to that, like once I kind of got fed up with it, um, you know, then, then there were times where he was going on vacations, which I'm totally fine with because I was, I was always going on vacations. But just like, I don't know, just the level of respect wasn't there. I felt like when he went on the vacations, he wasn't always like reaching out to me or like keeping up with me, keeping track with me. So just for me, it felt like the commitment wasn't there. Like, I guess, you know, with just like making it just about me and him, but the things that he was doing that you would do in a relationship, he was doing. So I guess it kind of like almost came to like, I don't want to say a resentment, but like to a point where I would just like get fed up with a little bit more that we weren't dating. And then at one point he kind of just threw out like, oh yeah, well we are boyfriend and girlfriend, but you know, for me, it's not that I need the flowers and roses, but I would like a little bit more of like, you know, like, yes, we're dating, we're exclusive. I don't want anybody else but you, you know, like that whole kind of spiel. And he wasn't really into that. He was just kind of in passing said that we were dating. And then I guess I was just turned off about it. And that's what made me act a little bit different. And then, yeah, we kind of just like went our separate ways from there. Okay. So when he threw it out, like, oh, yeah, you know, you're my girl. I mean, was it like out of anger or annoyance or was it just really casual and you wanted something that was more formal? It was it was like in an argument. Like I was mm. I was arguing like we're not even together. And he was like, yes, we are. We are boyfriend and girlfriend. Like like that yeah yeah I wouldn't want that either if it were casual like oh hey this is my friend Tim Tim this is my girl Vanessa that'd be one thing but if it's in the middle of an argument I, I understand not desiring that either because it doesn't seem like it's coming from a legitimate place mm -hmm. okay well that relationship is over but the problem is, is that he was a great guy and so you're constantly comparing him to the guys that you're meeting and they're not measuring up exactly okay how long has it been since you've a hundred percent if you have a hundred percent cut ties with this guy, the ex. <laughs> that's that's the key word. A hundred percent. I would say zero days because I haven't a hundred percent cut him off. I mean, we still kind of like do stuff for each other, like not in a relationship sense. I mean, like you know, he helps me with my taxes. I'm helping him find whatever a pulmonologist. Like in our each other's lives, but we are like a little bit separated. Um, I would definitely say that I'm not a hundred percent over him. So. I, I don't know, but um, I would I would say we stopped like hanging out and I stopped like spending time with him and stuff like that. Like probably about maybe 
four months, five months. When's the last time you had sex with this guy? Well, you know, it's a tricky question. You said the last time you spent time with him was four months ago, Vanessa. You said the last time you spent time, so was it four months ago? Well, we had a slip up like a week and a half ago, but before that it was four months. A slip up? This This is not you skating on ice. This is not you forgot to fill your gas tank. This all right. So so we need to be we need to be forthcoming. All right. Let's let's talk about a couple of things. Next steps. Next steps number 1. If you know you cannot work it out with this guy, you have to be 100% done with him. Of course you're going to constantly compare anyone new to this guy because he is active in your mind and in your heart. How could you be in a position to move on 100% if you're still allowing him to get access to the pooms? This does not make any sense, Vanessa. It doesn't make any sense. If you can't work it out, you need to be done. 100% done. There are other people that know how to prepare taxes. I don't know what you said, some uh, pulmonologist. (laughs) I don't know what word, some kind of doctor he needs. There's Google for that. There are apps for that. We got AI now. He can figure it out. Like If you're going to be moving on, if you guys cannot figure out a way that you can be together in a relationship, committed relationship where the both of you are happy, then continuing to converse with him, do favors for each other, and having sex, you are causing your own relationship demise. You're doing it to yourself. Yeah. So is there a way that you can work it out with this dude who's, to me, seemingly a great guy? Is there a way? I don't know. I mean, I I would I guess I would like to. Um, I just hope that it doesn't circle back to the same thing about commitment. I mean, you know, I'm getting old, um, older, sorry, I'm getting older. You know, I want to start my life. And I don't know, I feel like that there was, you know, now it's funny, because when we were when we were going steady, he was unsure of kids. Now, all of a sudden, that we're like, kind of communicating. He's talking about how he wants to build a future for his kids, all this. So Okay. To me, it seems like this is a very minor reason to end a relationship. If ba- I know we've only been on this um, session for a few minutes, but based on what you shared, this is very minor. Based on what you shared, this is something that's very easily fixable. The two of you just were intimate a week and a half ago, and even though I'm sure he's going to hate the fact that, oh, God, I had sex with this girl. Now she's asking me, what are we doing and where are we? But this is the opportunity to do so. <laughs> hey, um, as you know, I'm really into you. I can't see myself with anybody else. There is no one. You can be, you got to be transparent and you're going to have to be vulnerable and it will be okay because this vulnerability will allow you to either open up the chapter or to close the damn book, right? There's nobody else. Like you are the one that's for me. I want us to be in a committed relationship. I want to be together. What do you want? Like the notebook. What do you want? What do you want? Right? And then whatever his answer is, if it's not an emphatic yes, the answer is a no. So if it's, Yo, I've been thinking about you. And it's not going to be the most romantic, beautiful thing. And come on now. Like, you want this flower? No. It's not going to be something. You're not going to get um, plays, sonnets that are written by Shakespeare. So it's going to be, yo, I was thinking the same thing too. <laughs> da, 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 whatever that might look like. But if it's not an emphatic, yes, I want to be with you. Yes, I want to work it out. The answer is no. If it's maybe, the answer is no. If it's no, the answer is no. And then you need to move on yeah, accordingly. I- accordingly means... 
no talking at all whatsoever. Delete the text messages, delete the text thread, delete the photos, delete the videos, even the ones that you look pretty in because y'all were on vacation together. Those got to go. You are no longer communicating with his friends, with his family, anybody who's his that you did not have your own unique relationship with before, that's over with. If you need to block them on social media, I'm not crazy about the block. I feel like the block makes people feel more powerful than they are. I'm big on the mute. I just don't want to see you. I'm not going on your profile. I'm not checking what's going on in your life because there's nothing on your app, on your account, that's going to make me feel good. If he writes some, some stuff that says, oh my God, Vanessa's so amazing, I can't believe I lost her, that's not fixing the problem because when you told him how you felt, he couldn't tell it to you back. So who cares? If he's having mm -hmm. fun with his friends and turning up and having a good time, that's going to piss you off. If he has a new woman, forget it. You're going to lose your shit. So guess what? It is in your best interest mm -hmm. to cut everything Phone calls, text messages, threads, video, other people. Everything needs to be gone kaputs. You have to close this chapter because that's the only way that you're going to be able to move forward to see other people. It's the only way. Yeah. I think that was the one thing that I was, like, kind of dancing around. Like, because, like I said, we have been, in, like, communicating and I've thought about it, but I don't want to, like, I, I guess that's what I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear no or maybe you know, so I've been like beating around the bush, but I guess that's like the next step that I have to do is like step out of my comfort zone and just rip the bandaid off. Rip the bandaid off. Rip the bandaid off. Because you said it yourself, I'm getting old. And then you said older, right? You're thinking about marriage. <laughs> you're thinking about children. So, okay, you're afraid yeah. to hear the words no. Which one are you more afraid of? Hearing the words no or running out of eggs? Which one are you more afraid of, um, hearing the word no or getting so much older that you don't feel good about yourself and you feel like the chances of you meeting somebody has is diminished significantly? Whether it be true or untrue, that's how you feel. You, yeah. guess what, sis? You have to just suck it up and take the L. He might reject you, but rather yeah. the rejection now than the rejection two years from now, four years from now. We just had a session a couple of episodes ago of someone who's in a relationship for 10 years, engaged for six Begging this dude for a date. You don't want that for yourself. It, I understand it's scary. I understand it's undesirable. It's in your best interest to rip the Band-Aid until you know exactly what you, where you stand and what to do moving forward. But as long as you engage with this guy, sexually or otherwise, you're never going to be able to move on with him or with anybody else. So you're still not getting what you want. Yeah. Make sense? Yeah, that's definitely a better way to look at it. It's hard, like, looking out, like, looking at the bigger picture when you're in it, but yeah. that does make a lot more sense. Well, that's why we have single sessions here. It's an opportunity for folks to get some coaching for free, and it's from someone who doesn't have a dog in the fight, right? I don't have a dog in the fight. Whether or not you stay with the ex or not makes no difference to me, but I do want you to be happy as a fellow human being, okay? So take action and rip the Band-Aid. Okay, thank you. All right, it's been a pleasure. Wishing you the best of luck. Thank you so much. Have You're a welcome. great day. So let's get into our closing conversation segment. Y'all, you heard Vanessa. She is still engaging with this guy. She's not moving forward. And either way it goes, even if she doesn't have the conversation, she's still not getting what she wants. She wants to commit a relationship. She wants to build towards marriage. She wants to have children. So even though she's afraid to rip off the Band-Aid, she's still not getting really what she wants. 
And so we have to decide in life, what is it that we truly want and potentially risking getting hurt now, but for the long haul, for the long game, so that we can get what we want at the end, either with this guy, which we hope that's the case for Vanessa, or for the next person who wants what we want. What we won't do is beg. We can be transparent, we can be vulnerable, we can share how we feel, but what we're not gonna do is beg, and then let's see where it goes. But at this point, hoping and praying that our situationship, which is what Vanessa is in, works out eventually, does not work. We need to be honest, we need to be transparent, we have to be forthcoming with what we desire, we need to express that effectively and efficiently, and then we see where the chips fall. But I would like to thank all of you for joining us today. I do want to thank Knox Brand Media for sponsoring this episode. And for those who stayed through and listened to the end, I hope you did because it was really interesting. I do have a free offer for you. I have my free training, The Partner You Deserve. You can go ahead and check that out if you are single and looking to get in a committed relationship, but you're not really sure about how to navigate dating successfully in 2023 that is going to be in the show notes you could go ahead and click the link and check out that free training if you'd like to be a guest on the next episode of single sessions all you have to do is go to alignwithallison.com backslash podcast to tap in have a good one